0: it is the morning of the 16th of may 2019 welcome to pbe daily the early mornings to late nights podcast my name is point blank apologies for how groggy my voice sound or maybe that's just a charm but we'll just at this hour. <laughs> my name is point Blank. you thank you so much for the guys who listened to my podcast so far thank you extremely to the guys who actually gave me a couple of listens earlier last night from the podcast I uploaded late, but since we're early in the morning, we're gonna keep it pushing. And seeing as I have a couple of minutes before I make my way to the nine to five, I'm gonna try push the sort of the artwork commissions that I have uh, in the crib, or maybe even just make at least a schedule to before I head out. Because if there's one thing I do not want to happen, is a crossover between the nine to five and My evening activity, like the work I do in the house, is supposed to just stay right here. If it makes it into the office, then it leads to a bad, bad, bad downward spiral. And I've had that problem before. And I'm trying to avoid having it a second time. (coughs) As a result of being very conscious of these kind of mistakes that I would potentially make, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to jump to any commissions that would make me fail everything and one the only way to do that is to maintain a level of consistency so I've already told myself from Monday what I need to get illustrated and completed before Friday and one or two of those things are done and I'm happy about that but the ones that I really really wanted to get done are still hanging in the balance fairy I've been painting, this is not where she's supposed to be. I need to get her done, but I do not want to jump into conclusions and then I don't job because once I make her first painting look good, all the other ones will fall into play perfectly. So, I'm being patient with myself and patient with how I execute it. Thank you so much for the guys who gave me critique yesterday and been giving me critique for the last couple of days with the podcast. Uh, it, it's really actually fulfilling that like, enjoying the fact that I can fail miserably with the topic, but for some reason, the topic I feel like I, I failed with gets the most lessons, and I'm very grateful about that, and I'm going kind to of keep pushing, and we're keeping on, keep on keeping on, and I'm very grateful about that. There's one thing that actually made my morning. I know I'm not supposed to put this out there, but I'm I'm, I'm doing it. I, I normally make the image for the podcast and share it on my Instagram account, and I the image I shared from yesterday morning got a like and I would I damn near flipped up and I soul who liked it. And I was glad to see that. It was a female MC from the States called Lady Luck. And I've forever been a fan because of how she held an attack her rhymes. She she's she's got that there's a voice you need to be a female MC, I think, and she's always had it. Like it it, it fits perfectly. It's like the perfect Piece of rap to ever be around, and I'm very grateful about that. So thank you, thank you to you for even liking the image related to the podcast. I tried to put together a a Telegram broadcast account, but I figured, you know what, it's I'm, I'm already spread thin as it is. It doesn't make sense to actually have another way to put it out unless somebody can convince me that it makes sense to make a broadcast of that and um, if it does make sense to do that then sure I will will jump in but I I think for this one I need to be convinced same way I still need convincing about this thing called the Huduma number until my brother my baby brother just told me it's like dude it's just a social security number now I'm looking at it different so whenever I hear the word social security I just think about how the states is able to tally and take care of society but now when I look at it here I'm like why does a baby need one that's the part i don't get but never hear of their heart we, we work for the next shoot to shoot, drop and never worry about it then now i know for the last couple of episodes and i think even since last week i've been hinting towards that like, the are guys who really inspire me are the villains but there's a there's a polar opposite to that and it's sort of what to talk about today and for every villain i've given props to there's also the the importance of the boy I should also give props to him. and this is why extreme evil needs extreme good and that's the only way as humanity you find a balance in all that here's what i'm trying to say initial stages of the comic book character uh, superman for example superman did not kill it wasn't in his character trait, it wasn't what he, he was expected to do, it wasn't something that he actually would pull off. Yes, he has all this power, but he always used to, as, he, as the character once said in, in, a, in, a, in a series, I, I walk around in a cardboard box, fearing that I will punch someone so bad that I'll destroy them or kill them. And he was saying this, addressing a character called Darkseid, and Darkseid would actually take a punch. So it was when he actually was able to really... Use his power to its full potential, and it took me back again to the initial stages of the comic book character. And him and the character Batman, for guys who are as old well, as, well as I am, we remember days when all he did was capture the, the villain, arrest the villain, or put the prisoner the prisoner away, and hope for the justice system to, to do what needs to be done. But then the justice system has been failing so much, and I think it has affected. Those people who came after, as far as authors were concerned, and the level of disenfranchise that most writers had and most comic book artists had, it affected the quality of the work. I think it starts with guys like Neil Adams. Neil Adams would, would, uh, was an artist who worked on a book called uh, Green Arrow and uh, Green Lantern. And in that book, he would, he would constantly, him and the author would constantly question, "How come this guy is going to go out into space?" And, and try solve this, this and that, but he doesn't want to solve the stuff that's right in front of him, like things like uh, social injustice and all that. And this was in the 70s and the 60s, and social awareness in the state was at its peak, and as that has continued, some, some of, this, as that continued, some of the, the comic books that were written were actually that kind of gritty. I mean take, I think it was in the 70s or 80s, when Frank Miller wrote, uh, the, the Dark the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight comic book was this man who now the, the Bruce Wayne character the Batman character is in his 40s like he's borderline retired as both a businessman and as the Batman but the world has reached a place where it's either way too villainized or borderline liberal that the Batman had to come back and he had to be more gritty than he was before because even his villains have gotten worse and they've gotten even murderous and now it's, it, it's something he has to really take care of in the end, and the Boy Scout becomes an establishment figure. That's when they used Superman as this guy who would serve the government of the time. And the government of the time was the 80s government of uh, Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan, yes, former actor. He his his period is when the crack epidemic really hit the Black American community, and it's concerning. I get the feeling that we're going through our crack epidemic over here, uh, in quotes, because Nairobi's been looking kind of funny to me. All in all, this is my city. I love my city. I'll take care of it the best way I can. Now, to not digress too, too aggressively, I'd like you to think about this whole idea of the Boy Scout. Now, when I say the Boy Scout, I mean this. A moral high ground that exists that makes your character, or the character that you're trying to inspire, Reads the book to see from a perspective of humanity and from a perspective of respect how they should treat the next man. The book I normally use to try to explain why it's important for the perspective of good to really be portrayed to the, to the world and the reader and the young is uh, The Adventures of Enraf. It's one of the comic titles I illustrate. I do it side by side with the twin brothers Rodney and Sidney Afandi and no i haven't been able to start really illustrating the pages of the book because the book that i'm working on i've been working on since january i need to finish this book also and it, it's hard for me to compartmentalize uh, that the, the kind of art i create and so i i try avoid having too much of a workload from any other commission so i can just focus on these three books right now so it's the 27 graph uh, the, the children's book that i'm working on and then there's one other book and these books have to be done before July and I will put on hold any other kind of work outside the nine to five in order to make these things come to life and I miss having my own weekends in the house so i just relax and work. Yeah. they'll they'll come back, they'll come back in the end. So the the good guy and the extreme good guy serves a purpose because a child needs to know what it would look like if the world was a perfect place, if the world was utopic. But you show them the polar opposite through the comic book character with the villain. Now by showing him what the villain can do, the good guy comes back and tries to fix everything or tries to make sure there's a perfect balance or a close to something that looks like a balance in the end. M- my disenfranchisement with the, with how... Uh, the villain uh, becomes big and this good guy becomes uh, put down was I think as a result of when all these authors who came into the comic book industry of the United States and all their characters felt like they all belonged in a Judge Dredd comic book and it just didn't add up because they had different titles they were trying to compete with. Great Anger and violence just became the way to sell sell everything. It was sex and violence, and it really penetrated into the comic book world. And I think it was because I I heard it in a documentary that said kids don't read comic books anymore. And I think that was a careless assumption because they may not read comic books anymore, but it doesn't mean that the adults shouldn't be given at least some degree of nostalgia. And I'm trying to do that. I mean, it's no surprise the first comic book ever released was a noir a detective story which i intend to re-release and put more comic books of it out but i'm I'm gonna be patient with how i release that uh call it me being arrogant call it me being um self-aware or call it me being too much in my own head but i'd rather do it right than jump the gun and just release material that actually doesn't stick to the wall because Uh, No, I'm not going to say that until next week passes. That's when i start giving my own take on some of the shows that we've been watching. Now, a a comic book author from back in the day was sitting down in the cinema hall watching this movie called Batman vs. Superman. And he was watching it, and as the the character was getting all, all kinds of violent... The way he sat there, he was shaking in anger, and he went to watch the movie with his wife. And he wrote this as a blog, and he shared it. And a friend of mine, called Moriarty shared it with me, and he said that he was looking at the movie. I think it was—it's either Batman vs Superman or The Man of Steel—and he was looking at this moment, and he kept on saying, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" And then the character snapped the neck of the villain, and the guy just said, "That's it. I'm done." And he, and he said it out loud and he damn near got up and just walked out aggressively. Now, the guy who wrote that is the same guy who wrote a book called uh, Kingdom, Kingdom Come. It's a DC comic book, a graphic novel, actually, to be specific. And the graphic novel was, imagine the golden age of superheroes coming back and saying, well, I know you guys are doing it more like vigilantes and trying to get paid off of this, but it's not fair to the next generation of heroes who come out for you to act like corporates and, and like bankers when it comes to this business but then the value of storytelling has actually been affected too. in fact in, in more ways than one in some comic book uh, franchises that are bought by certain entertainment entities and the quality of story is affected because they are now it's reduced to the numbers and not the partial the levels that the story would have um, if I don't get an emotional roller coaster between good and evil in a find a kind of way where these two things can stand side by side it ends up really failing me in the end and I think that's the one thing we we really hope that we'll find a solution to as time goes by when it comes to storytelling I hope to actually find that balance for myself but for every time I've mentioned a villain who made sense and educated me in something in this podcast I'd like you to also know that the innocence and pure heart of the good guys also get a time and shine the sun and i miss seeing that i think that's one reason why i'm really i'm kind of excited to watch the movie shazam i haven't watched it yet and i think when i do maybe i'll get that kind of a kickback because whatever happened to just being a light-hearted hero who tries to make sure that right and wrong is addressed what's whatever wrong with that i'm actually working on another uh, potential piece of work that i'll be illustrating and writing for in the future and we're hoping to have that moral compass come back because we, we can't just have a world full of borderline villains, basically psychological sociopaths as, as heroes out there. And when that balance comes to me and to the guys who are creating this material with I Hope it actually Works, I do hope that this level of fatigue I've been having the past couple of days comes to me. A halt, or if not, uh, a balance, if you will. Um, I've always said this in passing, mortality is flawed because it gets tired, but <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? You just have to, I just need one day of proper laziness and sleep and I'll be good to make another week become even more successful living five days at a time you know? and as I make my way to the office in a few minutes I'm going to make my very best efforts to make sure that the work I create is of par and if not surpassing the good things I'd like to see the world have and with that I'd like to thank you guys for giving me a listen thanks thanks again for also sharing with your friends about the Podcast do feel free to keep sharing it with everybody else that you know and in the words I would like you to immortalize into your minds every morning as well, be Caesar with nothing at all, I'll talk to you guys in the evening. Hopefully, I'll have even more energy thanks to the day of success that I have because I want to succeed today. I really want to succeed. I woke up with that thinking, and I intend to see it all the way to the finish line. You guys be good. We're we'll going to talk in a few hours. God bless.